Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which had a bunch of updates in it. And before we do get into the story, I do just want to give you a couple of warnings in case you do want to skip it. It does contain emotional, physical and sexual abuse as well. So as I said, if you do want to skip the story, timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below. And it was titled, My Husband Cannot Accept I Don't Like Mustard. Things came to a head yesterday. We've been married for two years, dating five. We are both 34. I'm a woman, he's a man, if it matters. I'm not a picky eater. In fact, I'm quite adventurous, and every time I've traveled, I've always made it a point to try dishes with unusual or uncommon ingredients to say I've tried them. There are very few foods I won't eat. One of them is mustard, the condiment. I don't like it. I just don't. The taste is very strong and overpowering, and it's an unpleasant taste. Tried yellow, stone ground, honey, artisan, brown, spicy, you name it. I've tried them all, and I just don't like them. My husband, for some reason, never understood this. He loves mustard, especially honey mustard. He puts it on all his sandwiches, dips his fries in it, and every time he tries to force me to try it, he'll insist that I like it this time. I'm a grown-ass woman. I know what I don't like, and I don't like mustard. So I say no, and it devolve into a mini-argument where he called me picky. Well, last night, we're on the road home from a weekend trip we took together. He stopped at a gas station to get a quick bite. He got a hot dog slathered in mustard. I got one, but I decided to keep it plain. I don't really love hot dogs to begin with, but I will eat them. While we waited in line, he asked me what I got on mine. I told him nothing. He actually got furious and grabbed it from me. He marched over to the condiment station and began putting mustard on my hot dog, telling me to grow up and stop being picky. I just walked out and sat in the car. I didn't even want the damn hot dog anymore. My appetite was gone. He came back and began screaming at me for embarrassing him even further. The word divorce was said for the first time ever. I secretly recorded his screaming because I was genuinely afraid I would die. He was driving erratically, swerving and speeding. I'm in a hotel tonight. He ignored me all day at work and then the call started around when he realized I wasn't coming home. Non-stop voicemails and texts. He sent me a screenshot of a Google search for local divorce lawyers. I haven't eaten all day and I've been sobbing in this damn hotel room. I don't want to get divorced and I wish I had just ate the fucking mustard. Someone, anyone, please give me an explanation. Am I in danger? Why would he react this way to a preference of mine? I'm completely broken right now. Now, I feel like I don't really need to say this, but it's clearly not about the mustard and there, there's something more going on. Is it about control? You know, there's, there's so many different paths we could go down. But Barbara Millicent replies and relates to it and says, my ex and I used to fight all the time about how I don't put honey in my tea. 
but it was never really about the tea. And in your case, it's not about mustard. It's about how he wants to be able to control every little thing you do and how angry he gets when he can't. Publius says, this is obviously not about the mustard. I can't begin to guess what went through your husband's head that resulted in this behavior, but the behavior is here and needs to be addressed. He ignored your wishes, screamed at you in public, drove recklessly in anger, gave you the cold shoulder, followed by non-stop harassing you, threatened you with divorce in the most juvenile way possible. Even if you get to the bottom of whatever set off this parade of horribles, what's done cannot be undone. You are in danger. He's not the person you thought he was. Get out now. Realistic Airport says in quotes, I was genuinely afraid I would die. And it says, keep that in your mind. His behavior is unstable. Why didn't you want to get a divorce? Why didn't you want to protect yourself from someone who screamed at you, made you afraid of him to the point of leaving to a hotel? When people show you who they are, believe them. It doesn't matter why he did it or what it was about. It's about someone making threats against you, bullying you non-stop. Even if he is ill mentally or physically, it does not give him the right to say or do these things. He wants power over everything you do. The right to be acknowledged and respected is non-existent in this relationship. If you can get some support, I would find that person and get away from this angry man. Murphy Wright says there's got to be more going on here than mustard. Things just don't escalate from mini arguments to full-on screaming rages and divorce lawyers. But it's pretty simple. You said no. He does not respect your no. He does not respect your right to say no. He does not respect your right to make your own choices about food. Does this lack of respect carry into things other than your no to mustard? Opie says yes. Will you take him at least three times to acknowledge when I say no? Which alternative replies to him and says, take this divorce horse gift and stop looking it in the mouth. You realize that this behavior is not normal. People who love their spouses don't act the way your husband does. People who see their spouses not as autonomous being, but as less than and in charge of them act like this. You're an adult. Why would you have to tell someone something three times? It's not about the mustard. It's about him controlling you down to the tiniest detail. Him threatening to divorce over this is manipulation. He thought he would throw a tantrum and you'd cave. Then the next time he asks you to do something, even if you don't want to, you remember this incident and let him have his way. This is the beginning of a controlling, toxic relationship with a horrible human being. Don't go back to him. Get your own divorce lawyer and thank the heaven you have a chance to leave now rather than in 10 years, either in a body bag or a broken spirit. The OP comes in with their first update and says some answers, I guess, to questions I saw. Regarding when I said no to sex, he respected if I said no to having sex, but he would ask for blowjobs over and over. I used to give in at first until I started dreading doing it. He tried buying all this stuff to make me like it, to make it easier or whatever. I used to like blowjobs. I don't like giving them to him, but he'd still ask over and over. I started responding with, I said no. Are you going to force me to do it? And he'd get squeamish and offended that I implied he would rape or assault me. If I have a support system, no. I've always been a very small circle kind of person and I lost touch with casual college friends. My friends are his. It makes me feel like a loser, but I don't really have friends of my own. My parents are dead. My dad died when I was a teen and my mum passed recently of heart failure. I have no siblings. I'm financially capable of living on my own and I could pay for a divorce. I just really didn't want things to be this way. The mustard thing was always just an annoyance to me. I didn't consider it a deal breaker, but obviously it is for him. 
who have no kids or no equity. Our finances are separate, save for one joint account we equally contribute to for bills. We were looking at buying a house. I'm safe. I'm at work and I'm staying in a hotel until further notice. He's continued to text. One message said that he loves me and doesn't want to lose me. But I forced his hand by refusing to communicate or come home. I haven't answered. I don't know what to say. I forced myself to eat my favorite takeout last night, but it tasted like cardboard. I stayed up late, compiling a list of every time he's shown worrying behavior. I guess the mustard is the tip of the iceberg. Opie comes in with a second update and says, Sincerely, thank you for all your kind words, as well as sending me links to resources. He's reverted back and has told me that he never wants to see me again. So I suppose that gives me time to read that book that someone on RA suggested to me. I forget the name. I will admit while I was at work and thinking of the lonely room waiting for me after five, I considered just going home. But I knew what awaited me. I'm too drained to muster up the kind of apology he would be expecting in order for things to go back to normal. I honestly fear that our normal is detrimental to me. I also don't want to apologize. I don't think I did anything wrong. You will help me validate that. I always felt like I was the one disturbing the peace. He'd get so upset over things that were little to no effort for me to just do or go along with because I loved him. And somewhere along the way, I think I lost myself. I never liked mustard. I never liked golf or camping or red wine. But he loves all of these and wanted me to love them too. He said he was introducing me to his hobbies so we would have shared interests as a couple. But I have realized that of all the things I used to like, he has either refused to try or ignored my interest. Our shared interests are just his. God, how do I feel like my own person again? My world broke not two days ago and I'm drunk at a hotel bar switching between Reddit and researching divorce lawyers. I still don't want to divorce. It's so permanent. I never picture myself a divorcee. I used to think that every choice I made, I made deliberately. It used to be a point of pride for me, but he's making this choice for me, and it hurts. Update 3 around 5 days later and says, First of all, I took this week off at the encouragement of my employer. I plan to spend it finding a therapist that specializes in domestic abuse and sexual assault, which I've come to realize I am a victim of. I feel completely numb. I'm also looking into a divorce lawyer. Secondly, he found the hotel where I was staying. I guess he followed me from work. He was waiting in the lobby. God, my heart skipped a beat and I realized that I did not miss him at all. I was afraid of making a scene. I need to unlearn that, so I sat with him in the lounge area and talked. I'll summarize it. I pointed out the security camera and said if he tried to hurt me, there'd be footage and I would press charges without a second thought. He was completely shocked and said he'd never hurt me. I reminded him how I feared for my life in the car. He ignored me. He asked why I wasn't coming home. I was completely blank-faced when I told him, because you're divorcing me. He said he didn't mean it and was just upset. I said, when normal people are upset, they express it in a healthy way. You threatened the end of our marriage. I'm taking you seriously. He got pissed and asked if I was saying he wasn't normal. Honestly, I just wanted the conversation to be done. So I told him, if that's really all he heard, then there was no point in talking anymore. I told him I was looking for a lawyer and he'll probably do the same if he hasn't found one. He lashed out and said, all this over one mistake. And I just stared at him. As I made to stand up, he grabbed my wrist hard and I pointed at the camera again. This just made him angrier. He could never handle slights to his ego. One mistake. It wasn't one mistake. 
It was a pattern of abuse over years. It was threatening me, intimidating me. I told him if he tried to contact me again beyond sending me his lawyer's details, I'd be calling the police. He let me go. I wanted to say I was a badass and celebrated in my room. I collapsed onto my bed and began sobbing. I was just so sick and angry and sad. He truly doesn't care about me. I've been crying on and off while calling local therapists. God, why is it so hard to find one? The amount of therapists that advertise but turn out to not be accepting new patients is unacceptable. I've looked into victims of DV slash DA support groups as well. In the span of less than a month, my life is completely changed and he isn't remorseful at all. He just thinks it's all my fault. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Around 24 days after the original post, Opie says, I have a divorce lawyer. That's all I'm comfortable with revealing on here for the time being. I will also mention that I've moved locations. I'm safe and secure. My work has allowed me to go fully remote. My soon-to-be ex does not have my location, nor are there any trackers on my phone. I'm in contact with people and organizations who are helping me. Earlier this week, the calls and texts really ramped up. I was advised to leave them unblocked and simply muted so his messages would come through. I've read a few since I was curious. He wanted me at Thanksgiving dinner with his family. He begged me to stop being this way, and what was he supposed to tell his family? Well, Thursday came and went. I'd bought a couple of ready meals the night before, so that was my feast. I do want to take a break here to talk about my mum, since it was only three of us every holiday, except the rare times friends would come over. My mum wouldn't make a turkey. She'd buy a rotisserie chicken and dress it up with stuffing, etc. She'd make dishes we loved rather than traditional Thanksgiving dishes. My favourite side dish of all time was french fries. My dad loved grilled asparagus with cheese. So we would have a rotisserie chicken with french fries, asparagus and some garlic toast. My mum's favourite. The first time I had a real traditional Thanksgiving food at a friend's house. I apparently told my mum loudly I didn't like it and asked where the fries were. Lol. So this year, instead of my soon-to-be ex-husband's family Thanksgiving food, I bought asparagus, fries, garlic toast and a couple of slices of rotisserie chicken. It wasn't half as good as my mother's meal, but when I say I cried eating it... It felt like they were with me that night. I guess my absence at dinner forced my soon-to-be ex to tell his family that I was separated from him. So Friday morning, I got a call from an unfamiliar number. I answered it thinking maybe it was my lawyer's home phone or another person I was in contact with. It was my mother-in-law. She begged me not to hang up on her, so I stayed on the line. She went on about how I was her daughter. She loved me. Her son loved me. 
and how could I leave him over something so minor? He only told his mum about the mustard, and even then it was a watered down version that made me look like a neurotic control freak who needed everything my way. According to my mother-in-law, he just made a side cup of it for me and asked me to just try it in the car, and I started screaming I'd divorce him. She then started probing about which lawyer I was seeing and what I had told them. She also reminded me that lying in court was a crime. My lawyer had warned me not to reveal anything we had discussed to his family. It took all my willpower not to say anything. Instead, I hung up and muted her number two. She hasn't texted or tried to call again. Trust me, I would have loved to send the recording of her son screaming. Then he ought to smack me upside the head, calling me a stubborn bitch. That he would divorce me and that he would run the car off the fucking road if I didn't start acting right. I wanted to scream into the phone that her precious son started this mess and I was simply doing what he wanted. I've come to realize you don't treat someone you love like the way he has acted. Normal people don't want to have sex with someone who has already said no. Normal people don't keep pushing and obsessing over food preferences. There is something seriously wrong with that man. He texted me last Friday calling me a bitch for making his mother cry. He also said he would come and find me and it would take more than a locked door to keep him from getting me and taking me home. I forwarded those to the right people. I know this isn't a happy update, but things are moving along quite nicely. Another update, which was around nine months after the original post and says, I moved. I will not say where, but I have found a new home. My job let me stay on as permanently remote. I can't go into details about my divorce other than for other current legal proceedings, but I can say I was granted a protective order due to something that happened back in December. Due to the nature of what happened, I was hospitalized for a time. That was what I guess made me realize I wanted to get the fuck out. I traded my car, had my phone checked for tracking apps and devices and changed my number. He cannot contact me or have anyone contact me on his behalf. I am now several hours and state lines away from him and his wretched family. I moved with only two suitcases and a duffel of my stuff. I cannot wait to furnish and decorate my new home the way I always wanted it. I'm in therapy and I have a survivor support group I see weekly. It will be okay. I feel like I can finally breathe. Edit, you're all very kind. And a lot of people ask what happened that landed me in the hospital. And while I understand my story is entertaining, it was quite traumatic to endure. Respectfully, I won't share that until I'm ready. I appreciate all the support and I'm both touched and heartbroken by those of you who have shared similar stories in my comments and DMs. I'm simultaneously horrified that others have gone through this and relieved that I'm not the only one. And close to a year after the original post, one more update from OP that says, Hello, it's been a while. I sort of forgotten about this account until I saw screenshots of my post uploaded to Instagram. Some key points. I'm still going to therapy individual counseling and bi-weekly group meetings for victims of domestic violence. I'm absolutely not dating. I saw some comments that said they hoped I found a fairy tale man. That's the last thing I want or need. I strive for independence and self-love before I consider finding a new partner. It'll probably be years before I'm ready and that's okay. I've discovered a love for cooking and trying new cuisines. I didn't realize how boring my ex's taste was until I escaped him. Slathering mustard on a $2 hot dog does not mean you have superior taste buds. Sorry, I had to get a jab in somehow. <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> Nothing new or dramatic has happened, and that is the way I like it. What matters is, I'm alive, and I'm happy. I didn't realize how little I'd made myself until I was given the space to be. 
That's all I'm willing to give for my update for now. Peace and love. Wow, what an absolute scary time to go through. But I have to say, and I, I, I never mean this in a condescending way, but when you were saying that you was moving on, you was getting away from this person, you was finding your own hobbies, I couldn't help but feel extremely proud of what you were doing. And it was just some of the, the, the smaller things in the post that made me so happy for OPI. Whenever people are stuck in situations and they come out of it after a while, I always sort of imagine it as like fog around them and it's lifting and they can see clearly. And when they started talking about, you know, trying new cuisines and how boring their ex's taste buds were and, you know, just decorating their own apartment to their own liking, is, I find that just amazing for them. And I really do wish you all the best going forward. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, if you do love a Reddit story, don't forget at the very end there, there'll be a couple of playlists there for you that you can click on. They will automatically scroll through all the videos for you. So whatever you're up to, maybe you're doing a bit of crochet, maybe you're doing a bit of running. I had someone on Twitter the other day, I won't mention names, but they told me that they was at their sister's labor whilst listening in. And I was like, that's mind blowing. That's mad, isn't it? But just a huge thank you for being here. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love to you. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.